You are listening to the sermon stream of the Mulvane Church of Christ in Mulvane, Kansas. Subscribe in your favorite podcatching app or find and listen to any sermon online at mulvanechurch.com slash sermons. We'll read tonight again from 2 Peter 2, beginning in verse 4, verses 4 through 10. Tell us of God's punishments and rescues. And the two themes are, are interwoven. They're, they're, they're braided together. Last week we looked at the punishments. This week we'll look at the rescues. Let's read the text again to begin. Second Peter 2 beginning verse 4. For if God did not spare the angels when they sinned, but cast them into hell, and committed them to pits of darkness reserved for judgment, and did not spare the ancient world, But preserved Noah, a preacher of righteousness, with seven others, when he brought a flood on the world of the ungodly, and if he condemned the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah to destruction by reducing them to ashes, having made them an example to those who would live ungodly thereafter, and if he rescued righteous Lot, oppressed by the sensual conduct of unprincipled men, For by what he saw and heard, that righteous man, while living among them, felt his righteous soul tormented day after day with their lawless deeds. Then the Lord knows how to rescue the godly from temptation and to keep the unrighteous under punishment for the day of judgment. We looked at the three examples of punishment, the angels, the whole world. The unrighteous cities. God punished them. But we also have there two examples of great rescue. We have three punishments, but only two rescues. Why? Well, it appears that none were rescued from the angels. When the angels left their proper abode, Jude 6, God sent them to eternal bonds. And there were none among them to be rescued. We think about the book of Hebrews. God surely does not give help to angels, but to the children of Abraham. God's concern and help is for mankind. So there are no of the sinning angels rescued. But from among the sinful world, of verse 5, Noah, a preacher of righteousness, Genesis Genesis 6 will affirm that he walked with God, that he was a righteous man, and God rescued him. It says, with seven others. I've always wondered how many of them got in on the family plan. But Noah seems to be the center of faith and the center of action. God rescued him with only seven others. So only eight from all the flood. Every time we have a small crowd at a Bible study, we have a smaller than average crowd at worship. Just count up how many people are there, divide by eight, and say, hey, we got three arcfuls tonight. We got five arcfuls tonight. We got an arcful tonight. We always at least have an artful, don't we? Almost all the time. We have a small crowd. We always have two or three artfuls. So in a whole world of ungodliness, God rescues the righteous. From Sodom and Gomorrah, those large and prosperous but abundantly wicked cities, God rescued Lot. And God offered to bring as long the wife and daughters too. But one was tied to the world and the other two are corrupted by the world. And they're not brought up here. Sometimes we wonder, how do we 
count Lot as righteous when we know it about, about Lot and some of the weaknesses he had. But I hope just because we know some weaknesses about a man, we wouldn't count him as unrighteous. The scriptures here with Lot do not. But one way that we see that he preserved his righteousness and gave demonstration of his righteousness was in nothing else, at least here, but it says his feelings. While living among them, he felt, he felt righteous and tor- he felt his righteous soul tormented day after day. A lot of times we don't pay much attention to, to feelings. But here he felt depressed. Here he felt vexed. Kind of reminds us a bit about the Apostle Paul when he saw the uh, city of Athens, the, the city full of idols. And he, he, he felt for all those many souls in that place who were under the influence of error. And he went to teach them the truth. The exact opposite feeling that Jonah showed before his repentance. But he didn't care so much about the ungodly. Well, when we don't care about the the end of the ungodly, and we don't care about the deeds of the ungodly anymore. When we've made our peace with it, maybe we've ceased also being righteous. But Lot here, the scriptures affirm righteous. The man oppressed by their terrible conduct, it, his, their conduct, he never got used to it. He never made his peace with it. He never justified it. He knew it was wrong and always knew it was wrong. It tormented him that they were like this, and they tormented him because they knew he was against it. But in all these things it teaches us, by the rescue of a few, that God won't leave any behind. The Lord knows how to rescue the godly from temptation. And so, if you stay with God, no matter what else goes on around you, there is the confident assurance that there is, in the final end, a rescue from God. Even if that rescue is not apparent in this life, even if you go uh, to, to the end of life and the passing of life, still oppressed and vexed by the, right, the unrighteousness around you, the next time you open your eyes after that passing, there'll be no more vexing temptation. There'll be no more vexing, unprincipled and oppressive conduct because that will have passed and you will have been rescued by the Lord. And so stay with the godly. And even if it is troublesome to the soul, even if it is uh, hard at times, even if it is vexing, recognize the end of those who indulge the flesh, verse 10, they're under punishment. The unrighteous are under punishment, no matter how many of them in this world seem to be prospering. Those in verse 10 who indulge the flesh in corrupt desires, who despise authorities, who are daring and self-willed, these will meet a bad end. And so God will punish the ungodly, and he will rescue the godly from temptation. Go with that assurance, and when the false teachers come, which Peter said there will certainly be them among you, you will be able to stand, and you'll be able to resist, even if it might seem like you're very much in the minority. That's the helpful and hopeful lesson of Peter. Even though if you want popularity in this life, that doesn't seem very... uh, comforting at all you may not have to stand alone yeah, maybe probably not maybe you'll have an ark full maybe you have a little more than that but uh, the lord will rescue the righteous no matter how few the lord will punish the ungodly no matter the position or how many and so let that be our comfort that we will take our stand with the righteous thank you for listening to this sermon from the Mulvane church of christ additional sermons and information available 
at malvanechurch.com. Come see what a difference the Bible way makes.